here's a message from Ken Lavica. And that'll do it. It's over. The Bucks have done it. The long wait has ended after a half century. The Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions once again. We have to have a serious conversation now about Giannis and Tenacupo. It's gotten to that point. Joe Rigotti hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. No, no, no. Stick around. Hang out with us. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. It's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. I admit it, I was wrong, I was wrong, I was really, really wrong. Ignore everything I said earlier in the NBA playoffs about Giannis Antetokounmpo because, well, the guy just flat-out rules. He is just flat-out dominant, and now he's an NBA champion, and I have some atoning to do. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. We're on a field trip today, Greenway, Kia, West Palm Beach. It is where, I tell you all the time, I brought my Kia K5 GT. It's where you should get your Kia as well. Military Trail in West Palm Beach, just a half mile south of PBI. You can't miss it, and we are really glad to be out here. I say we because while Coquel is in Charlotte for ACC Media Days, Theo Dorsey coming to hang out. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX, Fox 29. And he has a Giannis Bucks championship rally towel in tow as well. Bucks and six, fear to deer. And you know what? I want to say, first off, there's no better place to be. You know, while Coquel left us for Charlotte, I'm like, bring me the Greenwick Kia. I got my Bucks and six, fear to deer towel. And... And you were wrong about Giannis. Uh-huh. Today I get to gloat. You are gloating, and you're you're glowing. You are. <laughs> the other day when I saw you uh, receive that towel, I'm like, really? Really? <laughs> and now all he's doing is shoving it in my face here. So the Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions. I want everybody to, for a moment, just let that sink in. The Milwaukee Bucks, and as we were discussing yesterday, uh, the, the, the team that for my entire life was irrelevant, mm. like you would forget they're in the NBA. The Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions. I still am having a hard time wrapping my mind around that, but I want to make it abundantly clear they're the deserved NBA champions as well. Yeah, kill all of the noise of, oh, this NBA playoffs, was it, it has an asterisk, the injuries. I mean, did we not forget? Ken, we talked about this before the show. Just two weeks ago, maybe not even if even, he hyperextended his knee. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Nearly broke his leg in half. The guy that just dropped 50 with 14 rebounds, five blocks, nearly snapped his leg. We thought his season was over. We thought he wouldn't play next NBA season. Then he trots into the finals, (laughs) averages 35-plus with 14 boards, gets five blocks in the closer. I mean, this guy here. He's one of the greats right now. He he is. And he's also historically great. And this is the same guy who earlier in the postseason I was crushing for relying on doing anything outside of 15 feet. He wasn't being aggressive enough. He was being reckless. He was not actually helping his team that if the Bucks were going to go far, Chris Middleton was actually going to be the one that was going to have to step up. Like, I disrespected Giannis over <laughs> and over and over and over again. And I'm one of those that thought the Bucks were done when he hyperextends the knee against Atlanta. Mm. And then, like, four days later, he's out there game one against the Suns, 
in the NBA Finals and proceeds to go 42 and 12, 41 and 13 in games two and three, mm. and then puts up a 50 point performance My God. in the closeout last night. I mean, this is, we're talking an all time great big man performance, the likes of what we've only seen from Shaq. Yeah. in the NBA Finals. He is the first player to score 50 in a closeout game in the Finals since 1958. Like, that was like peach baskets are still being <laughs> used then. And this is where Giannis Antetokounmpo, the guy who I said was not ever going to be an elite player because this isn't a big man game, became maybe the most elite big man at least in a finals, that we've ever seen. I don't understand how this happened. He literally – the main thing that no, I noticed, because I have been watching him in the Bucks kind of closely since about 2016 when I saw him rise up, he has always tried to be LeBron. He's tried to be Kobe. He's tried to have that perimeter-centric game about him. I think one thing clicked. He flipped the switch in these playoffs somewhere there around game five of that net series where he said, you know what, I'm Shaq. Yeah. I'm dunking everything. And he's getting to the line. He's not afraid to take free throws. He misses a lot, but last night. He was 17 and 19 from the line was, last night. That might have been. I, him scoring 50 points, it surprised me a little bit. Not so much. Him getting the 14 boards, the five yeah. blocks, all of that was nice. Him going 17 for 19. Who the hell is he, Jeff Hornacek? <laughs> like, how, how did any of that happen? Uh, it, it, there, is, there is no doubt that I've got to own this today. Like Giannis Antetokounmpo made me eat my words. I, in a top 50 radio market, over and over again, and Coquel will attest, people that listen regularly will attest, like I was flat out trashing Giannis. I didn't think the Bucks were going to get past Atlanta. I didn't think the Bucks were going to get past Brooklyn, even with all of those injuries. Mm. Yet here they are, and they're champions. Giannis and Tenacupo made me eat my words. But this isn't the first time that's happened to me, and I know that some of you don't act like you're high and mighty. Some of you are in the same boat as me when it comes to a player that made you eat your words. Giannis made me do it to a point where I'm about ready to start having a top-five discussion Mm. about him. Not all-time big men, but like current NBA. Is he a top-five player in the current NBA? But who's a player that made you eat your words? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You can always tweet at us, at ESPN West Palm. Who's a player that made you eat your words? Because Giannis, like that's an all-timer. That is an absolute all-timer to a point where... Uh, you've got to at least have him in the discussion now when you're ranking players in the NBA. And I know we do that a lot with sports yeah. talk. Right? We overdo like, it. This is- thing. We definitely <laughs> overdo it. I don't know if you saw ESPN.com did NFL power rankings for the next three years. Like yeah. That's what we do. We make lists. But right now, like, isn't he as valuable, uh, valuable as a Damian Lillard? Like, Isn't he as valuable as names like that in the NBA? I would have to say I mean, he's a two-time MVP. He is a defensive player of the year. He's a finals MVP and NBA champion. I would have to say top five might be cutting him short. It might be, is he top three? Yeah. Is it LeBron, Durant, yeah, Giannis? Can, can you mention him in the same breath now as LeBron? I, I was struggling with that, but you put it that way, and it doesn't seem silly. Like yeah. It doesn't seem off the mark. Aged LeBron and just entering his prime Giannis, and that's a credit to LeBron. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But LeBron has always stood alone. I, I honestly, you're right. Like, is it Durant, LeBron, Giannis? And everything I thought I knew about the NBA gets turned on its head as well because I am one of those who says the NBA 
is a guards game mm. or the NBA is a perimeter wing game. It's not a big man's game. Hasn't been a big man's game for an awful long time, except there's this one guy who 41, 42, 32 and 9, 50 and 14 oh in the closeout. I mean, those are <laughs> epic numbers. Wings aren't doing that. Yeah. Perimeter players aren't doing that. And he in the modern day NBA decided that he was going to camp out 10 feet and in and dominate yeah. and plaster people. And I don't know how he did it in the modern-day NBA, but he did it. Like he, He's elite. He's absolutely elite. And one of the top three, maybe, elite players. He made me eat my words without question. No bones about it. He decided. He decided. Big Sean has this album called I Decided. That's what I look at it in this. He just mm-hmm. decided. He was like, you know what? I, I'm going to be bigger. I'm going to be stronger. When you put Aiden in front of me, I'm going to be quicker. If you put anybody else on me, I'm going to out-muscle them. And he just got to the goal at a point. He was like Mike Tyson in Mike Tyson Punch-Out. Yeah. He was like Bo Jackson in Tecmo Bowl. Like, stop me. Yeah, like, try. Line up. Yeah. Try me. And they did. And he went to the free throw line and went 17 for 19. And you could argue he probably should have took 30 free throws. Probably. The way they were hitting him in that game. But we, we have not seen as dominant a big men since Shaq. Literally, literally. Like it, Dwight Howard had his moment. Dwight Howard was never this. Mm-mm. Dwight Howard was never, ever this. I, I mean, I, I think when you're talking about teams that won a title with the big man is their, their top player, the most dominant big man, it gets almost the Rockets with Hakeem. Yeah. Where you just had some guys on the perimeter. And I know Chris Middleton's good, and he's never going to get his due. Uh, Drew Holiday is good. I know that. But they're, they're not like all-world. Uh, Giannis was able to, to pull this team into a spot where they could win a championship. And part of it is, like, there's a lore now around him. He almost snapped his leg right. in half. <laughs> that was more gruesome than anything I've ever seen on a football field where you have that turn injury, a torn mm-hmm. ACL. Like Him hyperextend, uh, hyperextending that leg was terrorizing. Man. And he comes back, and now he's a champion. It's absolutely wild. It went from Devin Booker being my, now I'm sold on this guy. I used to think he was petulant, just a child. He's complaining about being double teamed in scrimmages. Like he was that guy. And then all playoffs, I watch him. I'm like, that guy's ruthless. That guy's a killer. But in one single playoff series, Giannis just lapped Devin Booker. I've never seen anything like this. It was incredible. Devin Booker last night, 22 shots, 19 points. And everybody cries about skill. Giannis isn't skilled enough. Devin Booker, Chris Paul, these are guys that show you how to do the art of basketball. It's like, well, if that's art of basketball, give me whatever Giannis is. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> give me whatever that is Absolutely. because that wins championships. Who is a player that made you eat your words? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. It could also be a coach as well. But who's a player or coach that made you eat your words? Because another name comes to mind and this goes back to my time covering the Dolphins many years ago Uh, but when the Dolphins uh, signed Reggie Bush I killed it I I, and I was I was writing on ESPNWestPalm.com at the time daily beat writer for the Dolphins and I wrote an entire column about how he was going to bring this Hollywood mindset to the Dolphins locker room there was no need to do this Uh, he's not going to help in any way the best years of his career were past him he's realized his potential of course I had to mention the Kardashians that whole thing (laughs) and he came in and he was a damn pro. Mm. He was a pro. He was an 1,000-yard rusher. He didn't get hurt. He's bowling people over. He's fighting for extra yards. His two years with the Dolphins were as, as like, 
I mean, as honorable as I've seen in the NFL. I was totally sold on that guy to a point, and I've told this story before, where uh, the final day of his final season, I walked up to him in the locker room and flat out apologized to him face-to-face. That's how big an impact he made on me. Reggie Bush with the Dolphins completely changed my perspective on him, the type of player he was, his mindset, and his approach to the game. It wasn't about... TMZ. It wasn't about Kim K. Mm. It was about playing football. And I don't know if that came later in his career, but you get to that point for a reason. He was just flat out good. Yeah, and so physical, right? We had totally. never seen I that. Didn't see it. I thought he was shifty <laughs> and running past people. He was bowling people over with the Ridiculous. Dolphins. Who's, who's someone that you were initially a hater of, and then you came back and you're like, I, I appreciate that guy. You know who it was, and this is going to sound crazy right now, but Kobe Bryant. And, and not, in the way, not in the way that people would think. Like, obviously, I, I had an established respect for what his greatness was. But I was a huge Shaq fan growing up. And I was always riding the train of, it's all about Shaq. Kobe can't do it without diesel, me. Yeah. All about the diesel. Three finals MVPs, all of that. And I had this somewhat resentment that Kobe, I felt Kobe was the reason that kind of broke up. And, you know, I was on Shaq's side of that. That's what made me become a Miami Heat fan. That's the backstory to that. So, pushing it forward now. I'm thinking, like, there's no way Kobe's winning the ring without Shaq. Kobe's demanding trades. He's dropping 81 points on losing teams. Like, I mean, they won the game, but the yeah. team wasn't very good. Yeah. Sorry, Jalen th- Rose. <laughs> <laughs> I always got to get a quick stab at uh-huh. Jalen Rose. So I'm thinking Kobe is – I really thought it was done. And then when 09 and 2010 happened, of course he had help. Ryan Artest offensive rebound, um, some timely shots from role players. But Kobe really did carry that team to a title, back-to-back years, and – you know, there's a lot of people, there's naysayers that might say, oh, the, the uh, Kevin Garnett injury led to that or other Get things. that you stuff got, out of there. you got to win the ship, yeah. right? you got to yeah. still go Everybody out there Everybody is play. on the same playing field yeah. going through potentially the same injuries. Yeah, and, when, and that was really the latter end of Kobe's career is when he really earned my true just reverence. I had respect for him, and then I gained reverence for him because I'm like, yo, this dude, like, he, he really did it. He really did what I thought he wouldn't do. I had rolled him off. He won't win a championship again. And he, I'm with you. Like I had a similar trajectory with Kobe, where yeah. initially, and partly because he's brash and he's so yeah. young, and he's like, like I, I was like, who's that dude that w- went to prime with Moesha? Like, what's he going to do? What's he going <laughs> to do in the NBA? And and then I, I began to appreciate him uh, as he got older. I'm right there with you. Which player made you eat your words? I am feasting on my words over Giannis and Tenacupo. That guy, and I think the more and more I think about it, I'm running it through my head. Theo's right. I think he's in the same breath as KD and LeBron now. And maybe I'm just living in the moment. Mm. Uh, Maybe it's recency bias. But how can you argue with three games over 40 points for a big man in this NBA? How can you overlook that? But who's a player that made you eat your words? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And on Twitter, at ESPN West Palm, the Milwaukee freaking Bucks, our NBA champions. Let's go to John in Port St. Lucie. John, you're on Ken LeVick Alive. What's up, John? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Go ahead, buddy. I've got a, I'm sure I'm with a lot of other people. For the last four years, I've had to eat the crow. Mr. Tom Brady, yep. I've got to give it to mm. him. Yep. 
And is it so? Let me ask you though: Is it Tom Brady and his play on the field, or is it Tom Brady the personality, like the guy who was all coach speak and really pretty, and you wanted to see a defensive end blow his face up, and he never <laughs> said anything in post game press conferences, or is it now uh, the Tom Brady who's in Tampa and he's making jokes and he's throwing trophies and doing that whole thing? Because for me, I'm with you on Brady, but it's the whole package of Brady, not just the play of Tom Brady. Yeah, I kind of – the play crushes and breaks my heart. you, John? Uh, He's like, I'm totally yeah. out on that take, Ken. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's yeah, like, that you was, lost That it. was trash. What are you talking about? <laughs> For me with Brady, it is the fact that it, like, there is uh, a personality like, totally yeah. under there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But <laughs> how can you argue with him going to Tampa? <laughs> and it wasn't great. It, it was not there pretty. There were moments of, of – E, man, what is he doing? The NFC Getting Championship. His fourth down at the NFC Championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then when it mattered most, he performed, and he was great, and he's all-time great. And I can't even make a debate anymore about who the greatest quarterback of all time is because Brady's done it now with two different teams. But I also, it's amazing when you actually get to know an athlete, mm-hmm. uh, like the Buccaneers allow him to do, how much more you appreciate said athlete and what he walked into they didn't have to respect him but they did that guy commands respect no matter what you think about tom brady the guy he commands respect he did it in two different locker rooms it that's proved it and so i agree with john like tom brady's a great one a great one a guy who made a lot of people eat their words he really is and especially this this latter end the back end of tom brady's career you you, you hear max kellerman have to walk it back walk every it single back. year right yep. like there's no way he's gonna do it again there's no way he'll be competent enough at this age with that week of an arm and all it and then he just goes out there and wins the super bowl yep so. i think another name if you want to go to coaches like nick saban is there for oh, me. Oh, yeah. He's a guy who's made me eat my words. And, again, who's a player or a coach that made you eat your words? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. From a Dolphin standpoint, I mean, unforgivable. Still unforgivable that Drew Brees didn't end up a Dolphin. That's mm. on uh, Saban to an extent, though. He sort of weakly tried to distance himself from that. But Nick Saban, the coach, uh, and, and it's easy to just pile on the winner pile on the constant champion but Nick Saban is someone that I found to as he gets older and older be thoughtful someone who has obviously mastered the college game someone who also shockingly to me embraces the newest trends in college football that's why he went and hired Elaine Kiffin that's why he went and hired a Steve Sarkeesian he is adjusted to the game he's not hard-headed he allows himself to learn that's actually played more with me than the championships the fact that this guy he could say I'm not you know you're you're not going to tell me anything I'm the guy and he still allows himself to learn there's something to be said for that it's why they keep winning championship after championship after championship and it's why his damn quarterback who hasn't played a single hasn't started a single game is going to make seven figure money with name image and likeness <laughs> wild and and, and the, the the greatest thing i think about nick saban is that it, it just everything he does and everything around alabama just feels so unshakable yeah, it has this like aura of like, okay, you know what? No matter what these guys do, no matter what quarterback they it's roll like a out fortress. there, it, yeah, you're not shaking it. 
And there were times where I thought, oh, this might be the year that the Alabama dynasty. Remember the, the Clemson game? Yeah. The Clemson National Championship. Yep. We were like, oh, this might be the That's end. That's the one where he sent Lane Kiffin home early to go focus yeah. on coaching FAU. <laughs> right. Yeah. That was a great start for us at FAU. Right, oh right. And then, you know, and you roll it back to now, and it's like, nope, again, they're at the top of the recruiting classes. Mm-hmm. Again, like you said, their quarterback is going to be making seven figures, and they're most likely going to be in the National Championship yeah. conversation yeah. yet again. Uh, let's go to Jose in West Palm. Jose, you're on. Ken Levick alive. Hey, man. Yes, uh, how you doing? Good. Uh, the guy that made me eat my words was Reggie Miller. Okay, so tell the story. What did you? How did you you turn on Reggie Miller? Because me, as a Chicago guy, a Bulls guy, uh, I will I will never ever ever give uh, proper respect to Reggie Miller because I'm petty. <laughs> but what happened with Reggie Miller, Jose? I'm a New York Knicks fan. He beat us in a couple of seconds. Jose, still got you? I didn't think Early he was Jose much. As well. Jose, man, that's, a, that's an early exit, like yeah. like Reggie just Miller and some off. of those early playoffs. Yeah, I just wanted to, I wanted to get a feel for that. So, yeah. so for Reggie Miller, uh, I mean, you, you obviously have to appreciate the guy. You don't have to like the guy, though. I mean, that's still the most annoying basketball player of, <laughs> of my lifetime. Uh, so uh, I think that it, with, with Reggie Miller – he he finally got Jordan out of the way, was able to maximize it, did mm-hmm. what, the, what he was able to do with the Knicks. You have to appreciate his, you know, what he was. Yeah. And he was he was cold-blooded. He was a necessary personality and villain in those 90s when things were like – because you, when you look at the 90s of the NBA, it was like, yo, like, again, it, it kind of could get a little boring for you if you get to the monotonous fact of if mm-hmm. Jordan is playing, Bulls are winning championships. Mm-hmm. Jordan is not playing. Maybe somebody has a chance. Reggie Miller gave us some flavor, some personality, somebody to root against. Yep. A la yeah. Trey Young on those yeah. this year, you know, yeah. so it's fun. Reggie Miller didn't really make me eat my words. He was more just like a pest. Yeah, because he never won it all. No. And, and even when they, you know, like, I like Reggie Miller. I'm a big Reggie Miller defender. Um, I know a lot of people like to say he's not even the best sibling in the family at <laughs> basketball and all of that. Shouts to Cheryl, but... Uh, yeah, I, I, would, I would like to know what uh, Jose had to say about that because at what point did Reggie Miller prove him wrong? Because he never, he never got I'd to the— I'd be willing to bet that Jose was a Knicks fan. Okay. That's probably where—if I oh, was some investigating, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's probably uh, what, what that ended up being. David okay. is in Jupiter. David, you're on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, man. Hey, uh— the player for me was I Dwayne think, uh, Wade. We're I grew up issues back actually, there, so uh, we'll try and fix those. But we're still taking your calls. Who's a player that made you eat your words? Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. And you can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. We are going to check in with Coquel, who is in Charlotte at ACC Media Days. Apparently, he's already had uh, some weird, sketchy moments with North Carolina <laughs> quarterback Sam Howell. Apparently, he's making name, image, and likeness offers to different ACC players as well through the show. Not sure if that's legal. I'm sure we'll get a call from HR later. But Coquel, he's at Charlotte or in Charlotte for ACC Media Days. Uh, but we are at Greenway Kia, West mm. Palm Beach. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach Military Trail, just a half mile south of Palm Beach Airport. And this is where I got my Kia K5 GT. And in fact, right now, that same K5 is getting serviced here at Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. And uh, so appreciate all the folks for having us out here. And hey, uh, shout out to Bud's Chicken and, and Seafood as well for coming out here and uh, feeding everybody at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. Thank you to Bud's for uh, making this a big time day here at Greenway Kia. Uh, when we return, Deion Sanders, he has a demand to make. He's no longer Neon Deion. He's no longer 
prime time. He says he's coach. <laughs> we'll discuss it when we come back. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.